0: Welcome back to What You Will Learn. My name is Adam Ashton. Shim. my name is Adam Jones. Mate, today, 13 Things Mentally Strong People Don't Do with a pretty long uh, subheading. Take back your power, embrace change, face your fears, and train your brain for happiness and success. That's a pretty long sentence. It is
1: a long sentence. Uh, 13 Things Mentally Strong People Don't Do by Amy Moran. I thought this was a pretty good book.
0: Mm. I thought it was
1: pretty solid. It's um, pretty simple, a lot of actionable... uh, Steps, I guess, how-tos, questions to ask yourself, um, yeah, pretty good content as well, I thought.
0: Yeah, and reading this, you probably get yeah, become self-aware of like what you are or what things you're doing and, uh, yeah, to, yeah, to know how to become more mentally strong, right?
1: Yeah, definitely. Well, we'll go through all 13 things, but just as a, we won't go too much into Amy's story specifically because we're actually going to be speaking to her in the next week or two. But um, yeah, actually, do you want to talk about her or we'll we'll leave it for the the interview? We'll
0: leave it for her, but in, in just briefly, she had a real difficult part of her life. I think a few of her family members died, and
1: okay, we'll go into it. So she had at 23, so her mother died suddenly, had a brain aneurysm, and I think like within 24 hours, just suddenly died out of nowhere. And then a few years later, her husband died of a heart attack again, very suddenly. And then she had a new husband, and very soon after that, her um, father-in-law got cancer and passed away. So she went through, yeah, it was a very rough time, but at the same time not uh, unique in that it happens to a lot of people. Um, but she, she, I guess, went through and found ways of dealing with these yep. and, and becoming mentally strong again.
0: That's right. So this is the 13 things that she found to be helpful for her and uh, the other people that she's come across. So, yeah, yeah, we get stuck in.
1: Yeah, well, what is mental strength? She said everyone's everyone's got... Some degree of strength, obviously some more than others, but she reckons there's certain things you can do or don't do that can make you stronger uh, and maintain strength. And it's, I guess, it's sort of like when you go through um, tough things, that's when you really need that strength. So it's a way of, of training when in times of, uh, I don't know, times of peace, or <laughs> training through that. So when the when the rough times come up, you can be mentally strong through those. Yeah,
0: that's it. All right, mate. So number one they don't waste time feeling sorry about themselves.
1: Yeah. She says that people like to have self-pity parties. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, if if you're feeling sorry for yourself, something bad happened to you, oh, woe is me, life's so hard. Um, yeah, and maybe you think that people will want to then comfort you. And I think perhaps to a point, yes, but if it, if it drags on yep. and you're in this constant state of self-pity, I think people probably...
0: Yeah, there's like an immediate sense of satisfaction when you're just putting pity on yourself. But over time, it just gets you gets you nowhere and it makes you a victim for much longer. So it stops you from, from taking responsibility. So at the start of every chapter, there's a pretty sweet quote she has. And I thought that would normally be pretty yeah. spot on. So for this one, self-pity is easily the most destructive of the non-pharmaceutical <laughs> narcotics. It's addictive, gives momentary pleasure and separates the victim from the reality.
1: Yeah. The reality. And what you just said in that it keeps you... It keeps you in that victim mindset. Oh, I'm the victim. The world's out to get me. Everything bad happens to me. Mm. And yeah, it's not a good way to live. That's right. Um, what can you do to combat that? She says um, people have different perceptions of the same event, so uh, it's important to look for the things you can be grateful for. Yep. Um, in every in every uh, event or instance.
0: Yep. Spot on. Uh, so number two. Number two, they don't give away their power. So what she means by this is if someone, uh, say, says something bad to you, you could be thinking about them all day or get angry or worked up about what someone else said. Or So in that way, you're giving away your power to the other person. In a way, they're controlling mm. you. So that's what she means by that.
1: Yeah. A big part is, of this as well is being proactive versus being reactive. Yeah. Um, so as you, man, as, as you said, man, if, if someone says something, don't, worry about it too much yeah don't keep thinking about it because then you as you say they've given away their power she says um, uh, don't harbour resentment instead just forgive people you don't have to tell them that you forgive them but just within yourself forgive them and stop worrying about it move on
0: that's right so she says Madonna got a letter saying the uh, the only thing was missing was the material so at the start of the career she just basically said look you got no hope <laughs> and uh, so she at that stage gave away her power to that one person who insulted her she wouldn't have gotten gotten anywhere so you gotta realize everyone's got an opinion, but uh, a successful person, she says, doesn't let that uh, opinion define them.
1: Yeah. We'll give the quote as well for the start of this chapter um, from Dale Carnegie, uh, Ripper author, How to Stop Worrying and Start Living, How to With Friends Influence People. Mm-hmm. He says, uh, when we hate our enemies, we're giving them power over us, power over our sleep, our appetites, our blood pressure, our health, and our happiness. So yeah, don't give away your power. Yeah. Um, you don't have to do anything. You know, she always says, oh, I have to do this, I have to do that. But no, you don't have to. It's a choice. Yeah,
0: that's right. Uh, Also, number three. Number three. They don't shy away from change. So, pretty self-explanatory. And the quote is here, it's not that some have the willpower and others don't. It's that others, some people are ready to change and others are not.
1: Yeah. And she goes through a whole bunch of different types of changes. So, she says there's an all or nothing change which is, I guess, self-explanatory in that you either change it or you don't change it. There's habit changes, there's a change of trying something new, behavioural changes, emotional changes, cognitive changes,
0: um, and it's all about being ready
1: for change. That's right.
0: So if you're scared from change, this means you'll end up stuck in a rut, you won't learn new things, Uh, your your life will just obviously won't change or get better, and you won't challenge yourself to develop better habits. Uh, other people will outgrow you and the longer you wait to change, the harder it gets to, to change.
1: So, like and on, on that, she says, uh, just because you think it's difficult doesn't mean that you shouldn't do it. In fact, if you think it's hard, you probably, maybe you should do it. Yeah, <laughs>
0: yeah. bang on. Uh, number four, they yep. don't focus on things they can't control. Yeah, that's a big one. And it's, uh, a lot of this actually ties
1: into the seven habits of highly effective people. Yeah, I noticed that, yeah. In that there's a, You've got your circle of influence um, and your circle of concern in that you can be worried about all these things, but within that, there's only certain things that you can influence or control. That's so, right. don't worry about the things that you can't control. Just focus on the things that you can.
0: That's right. So, you can listen to the radio all day or the news and just you hear about news, all yeah. this shit that's going on in the world. And if it doesn't affect you and if you can't take actions on it, then there's really not much value in, in taking it in that information.
1: Yeah the news is just all negative stuff and if it's on the other side of the world and yeah. something's already happened, there's nothing you can
0: do about it. That's right. So don't focus but on it. But some news, you if it affects it. you, then yeah, perhaps there's there's some value. So Yeah. yeah no blanket rules. Uh, number five, yeah. they don't worry about pleasing everyone. That's a big thing and they, you hear a lot that if,
1: say in business, if you try to please everyone, you end up pleasing no one. That's right. Not even just in business, in life as well. Yeah. Um, yeah. There's going to be times when you're going to, so when you're going to do something that someone else doesn't like, and yeah, you can't worry about that. Yeah.
0: So the uh, opening quote for this is: "Care about what others think, and you'll always be their prisoner." By mm. Lao Tzu. Lao Tzu. His
1: name? Yeah, I think Lao Tzu is that the uh, the art of war.
0: Yeah, I think so. Yep. Uh, She says most people think that pleasing everyone is generous, but it's actually very self-centered because mm. it assumes that everyone cares about your every move, <laughs> but. uh, And it assumes that you have the power to control how others feel.
1: Mm. She says don't automatically say yes to everything. Actually stop, take the time to think, do I actually want to do this? Am I going to do it? And then decide yes or no. Don't just Mm. automatically say yes to everything and end up, um, yeah.
0: And and also clarify your values. So you Mm. might say if one of your goals is to climb up the corporate ladder or something, it might be saying yes to certain people. It might be saying yes to the CEO and no to the person down the road who's organising some plant-the-tree day. I don't know. (laughs) That's
1: your value. Yeah, that's it. Become clear on your values. Live a more authentic life. Be true to yourself. Yeah. Don't worry about pleasing everyone.
0: Uh, Number six, so they don't fear taking calculated risks.
1: Yeah. Risks are are definitely important. Um, The quote here, Ralph Waldo Emerson, don't be too timid and squeamish about your actions. All life is an experiment. The more experiments you make, the better. Um so she says there's a, a big I guess a bit of a trade-off between emotion and logic. Mm. And then if you get overly emotional about things, you lose the logic behind decisions. So um it's a take calculated risks. Don't just take any risks, but take calculated risks. Weigh yeah. up the pros and cons, um, the upside, the downside, limit the downside, as yeah, Trump would say. That's right. Um but yeah,
0: don't don't shy away from taking risks. Yeah. So our default setting is to go to the emotion and we get scared, but yeah, just think about it logically, take a step back and then what might uh originally be seen as a risk is really a, a great move to getting to where you want to go.
1: Yeah. Yeah, for sure. She yeah. says fear is gonna fear is what I guess stops us from taking risks. And fear is definitely important because it takes stops us making stupid decisions. Um but yeah, really none work out that fear and why are you feeling that fear. And then determine if, it, if if it's something that should actually be stopping you or if you should try and conquer that yep. and take that calculated risk.
0: So, uh, a similar sentence here to the game, actually. Success won't find you. You have to pursue it. Mm. Step into the unknown and taking carefully calculated risks and help you fulfill your goals. Nice. Lovely. Number seven? Uh, they don't dwell on the past.
1: Yeah. I think that's a big one. You can't yep. change the past.
0: Yeah. Just done. Don't waste your time or energy on it. Yep. And. In addition to that, you're going to miss out on the present. If you keep yeah. living in the past or the future, you're really not going to, Yeah. you don't really experience anything properly, do you?
1: Yeah. She says that our memories aren't always accurate either, and that they will we'll either make things better than they were, or we'll feel that they were a lot worse than they were, but in reality, they probably weren't as good or as bad as we thought. Yeah. Um, I think it was, I, I wish I could remember the source, but someone on a podcast I just listened to said, it's important to look at the past, but don't stare at it. So look back, try and take the lesson for moving forward, but yeah, don't dwell on the past, as uh, as Amy Morin says. Yeah. Uh,
0: and number eight, they don't make the same mistakes over and over. So just touching on one. what you said then. So just like have a glance at the f- past, what see, look at your mistake and find out the ways you can learn from it, just so mm. you don't you don't keep that.
1: Yeah, that's it. Accept that you've made a mistake, work out what you did wrong, what can you learn from it, and don't make that same mistake twice. Yeah. The um, quote here from John Powell. The only real mistake is the one from which we learn nothing.
0: Yep. So this also touches on what we covered last week, uh, mindset. So she says most people, effective people actually share their mistakes. So if you've got the growth mindset, you're not too scared to mm. to show your mistakes because you, you realize that everything's learnable and, and all your mistakes can be fixed. Yep. Yeah, for sure. So Making
1: mistakes probably, yeah, it gives you that platform, gives you something to work on to grow and improve.
0: Yep. Uh, number nine. They don't resent other people's success. I think that's a, that's a big one.
1: Yeah. Um, and I think, well, I say we all, me, definitely. <laughs> definitely have fallen into that trap before. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, hopefully if I can become more mentally strong and stop resenting other people's success. <laughs> be happy for other people. Um, mate, the biggest thing I took from this is work out what you want. Don't be jealous of someone who yeah. achieves something that you don't want. Um, She says in here that, you know, she. I think she's a psychotherapist, uh, and she'll have people saying, you know, I've got everything I've ever wanted, but I'm still not happy. And they might have a big house, a nice family, a fancy car, they've got a boat as well, and they're making lots of money, Um, but that's not what's making them happy. So she says they don't have everything they want, they've got everything that society has trained them to want. So she said, work out what you want, and what success is going to mean for you, and then don't be jealous or resentful of other people who achieve other things. Yeah. Focus on what you want.
0: That's right. So you might have someone who gets jealous or resentful of someone who both say someone travels the whole world for a whole year and spends you know $30,000 doing that and then also get resentful to someone who invests that $30,000 and buys a, a deposit on a house or something. Yeah. So, so this is it
1: very contradictory.
0: Yes, that's right. Yeah. Uh, There's a good quote by Mandela to start this. uh, is like drinking poison and thinking it will kill your enemies. Mm, That's it. So you're just hurting yourself, really. Yeah, just
1: hurting yourself. Um, She said, uh, cooperation is better than competition. And rather than trying to compete with other people, compete with yourself and try and be a little bit better each
0: day. Mm. Mate, number 10, they don't give up after their first failure.
1: Definitely a big one if you want to um, achieve everything. This is a Kiyosaki quote here. Failure is part of the process of success. People who avoid failure also avoid success.
0: Love it. So, uh, yeah, we never really heard about Edison's uh, electric pen or the ghost machine, did we? (laughs) Ghost (laughs) (laughs) So Edison had some, well, at that time, maybe the ghost machine would have been as wacky as the light bulb. Yeah. So he had all these wacky yeah. ideas. He might have How had can he, like off. capture the sun and put it in a or yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's unbelievable that he came up with something like that. Yeah. So yeah, each failure it was an opportunity to learn a bit more. And if you look at Edison done, you can uh, yeah learn learn a lot from that dude. Yeah.
1: This definitely ties a lot into the fixed mindset as well. I reckon. Mm-hmm. In that, yeah, you don't fixed mindset people don't want to fail. Um, and yeah, it's important to challenge yourself in new ways. If you're not failing, then you're probably not trying hard enough or trying something different.
0: Yeah, That's right. Uh, number 11, they don't fear alone time. Yep. So, what she says here is just a good idea is to learn meditation. So, mindfulness mm-hmm. teaches you to accept thoughts, so whatever they are at the moment and also helps you get in the zone and helps you to take a step back and recognize what's holding your back, what blockages are in your life or with that step back you can yeah have a better chance of choosing the right direction. Of what path you want to go on?
1: Yeah, definitely. And part of that, um, is that meditation is is or mindfulness is stop multitasking. So focus on one thing at a time. So if you're eating dinner, eat dinner. Don't eat dinner whilst watching the TV at the same time. Hmm. Or yeah, just pick pick one thing and and just focus on one thing at a time. Yeah.
0: Number twelve, they don't feel the world owes them anything. Yep. Pretty mate, cool, uh, cool. Big entitlement culture these days. Oh, it is big, isn't it? Yeah. So, yeah, we all get in that trap sometimes, but it's good quite a good quote at the start. Don't go around saying the world owes you a living. The world owes you nothing. It was yep. here first.
1: Yeah. So. Yeah, that's true, man. We just came along and...
0: Um, so with like, the entitlement, you kind of, you can fall in the trap of thinking that someone is just going to get done for you, but it's not. The world's, it's not just going to give you a gift. You've got to go out there, have the proactivity and go out there and... And just get it done. Yeah. It's... There's no just lovely, you know, something for nothing kind of gifts that are going to come in your life.
1: Yeah. She says here, work out the difference between rights and and privileges. Um, Be a team player. Don't just think about yourself. Be humble. Uh, And a big part of this, a few um, Dutch girls we met in Indo, they gave me a new term. Basically, this is don't be a good drive. I think I (laughs) I probably shafted that pronunciation. Yeah. But they said that the translation... The literal translation is vagina woman. I think that basically just means don't be a cunt, basically. <laughs> <laughs> so that's pretty much what I'm feeling this entitlement culture is saying uh, this yep. chapter here. Is that a bit off topic? <laughs> just a bit. More. Hey, they were nice girls though. Yeah.
0: <laughs> 13? They don't. I love how like with that one. I don't think that was a literal translation. You just changed it (laughs) to
1: the literal translation was vagina woman, but then
0: you. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. So um, yeah, thirteen. They don't expect immediate results, so that's just all about delaying your gratification, Mm. so investing for the future, having one eye on the present, one eye on the future, and yeah, looking after your the future self.
1: Yeah, definitely. I think everyone falls into the trap of immediate gratification mm. versus delaying delaying that success. And it's going to be, if you can delay it, it's going to be a, a much bigger payoff down the track uh, rather than having that right now. Bang on. A little on. win right now. Spot on. So, yeah, that's the 13. That's the 13 things. Yeah. Um, yeah. What are <laughs> I do you going remarks, mate? Mate, oh. overall, I thought it was very good. It's very, uh, the 13 things not to do, really good stuff. The way it was set out, pretty well structured. So she'd give a story at the start. I guess extract some of the things from there, talk a little bit about it, uh, and then she'd come away with some actions, you know, questions to ask yourself, things to do, things not to do. Yeah. So I thought it was, a, I thought it was a good book, well yeah. worth the read. It's pretty short, oh, 250 pages, but it's pretty, it's an easy read. Easy read, and uh, yeah. there's not much fat in it. Just yeah, straight, it's straight into it. Yeah, definitely. There's not too much fluff. Yeah. Um, so yeah, we're going to be speaking to the author soon. Yeah, I have a lot of questions for her. It'll be good.
0: Yeah, bang on. Uh, all right, so what are we going to do, mate? Sing it? Yeah, song song. Song song. Is there anything that mentally shrugged people can
1: not don't, do? don't do it.
0: What don't they
1: do? Don't waste time feeling sorry for yourself. Oh. Don't give your power away.
0: What I change?
1: Don't shy away from it.
0: What about the things you can't control?
1: Don't focus on it. Should I please everyone? Don't worry they... about trying to please everyone. Never? No one? Not Never. Even... My
0: cousin? My Never.
1: cousin John? Uh... Johnny? No. No. What about risks? Don't fear taking calculated risks. What about the past? Don't dwell on the past. The mistakes. Don't make the same mistake over and over.
0: Should I resent people's success? Don't resent
1: people's success. Should I give up? <laughs> Don't give up after your first failure. Then I'll be alone. Don't feel alone time. But the world
0: fucking owes me something. Don't feel that the world owes you anything. I want my results now. Don't
1: expect immediate results. Delay your gratification. Fuck you. (laughs) (laughs) Be mentally strong. Don't do those magic. Don't be strong. Just to be strong.
0: Just to be strong.